timeout's over. Now, more Behind the Web from World of Beer in Short Pump on 1061 ESPN and the Spider Sports Network. Loose ball in the lane, stolen by Gustafson. Headmans it to Jason Nelson for the breakaway layup for Jadel. Yeah, just out hustling those guys. They're getting after it. Great steal by the Goose. And the Goose is our guest today. He is in the house here at World of Beer, one of our fan favorites in the Robin Center for sure. We love all the guys, but Andre Gustafson is right up there at the top of the list. And the Spider grad student guard is our guest on today's edition of Behind the Web. Bob Black back with you at our head table with head coach Chris Mooney, and we do welcome Andre Gustafson. Goose, thanks so much for uh, spending some time with us today. What is... uh, what is finals week like for you as a grad student? Is it a little less taxing than it was like the last four years for you? Uh, yeah. No no in-person exams. Really? Or I had a uh-huh. sales pitch today, so that's a little different. That is very different. Uh, How are you as a salesman? Uh, it's comparable to sports. you got to, like, practice it, and you just got to become better at it. Okay. So it's not quite as pressure-packed this week as maybe freshman, sophomore, junior years. Yeah, no. I'm basically done by tomorrow. So. All right, so you're going to have a lot of time between basketball games yeah. from Saturday to next Saturday. What's what's the feeling like right now? I know you hate to go into like kind of a bye week here on the heels of the, the losses that, that we had last week. What's kind of the feeling amongst you and the guys? Um, everyone on our team hates losing. So everybody I've talked to, they're still pissed about what happened on Saturday. Um, everybody's getting in the gym. They just want to turn those close losses into wins all right well let's talk about a couple of things there um and coach and i were just talking about it how much are you guys talking about about it yourselves about the slow starts about hey what can we do we know the coaches are doing things to help coach you up but as players what do you try to do um before the games we talk to each other whenever one of like the senior people like me or Mm -hmm. tyler or matt see something that could help us we like speak to everyone try and get everybody on on the same page like get our energy levels up does the same thing kind of apply for the close games i mean i think uh jason vita had mentioned that the four games by three points or less that hasn't happened to anyone else in the country um so you're you know you're that close as we said you're that close to being seven and one how do you guys kind of talk about the the close losses and turning them around um it's it's things um there's not much to talk about because we all know they're winnable. Like, everybody knows something they could have done better in those games to, like, make that two-point, one-point difference. Yeah. So, in terms of that, I feel like everybody just knows what they have to do better. You mentioned you and Tyler and Matt taking opportunities to talk to the guys and, and provide that kind of leadership. I know you got some other veteran guys, guys who came from other programs. You guys have been here for the long haul. How comfortable are you now in that role of being one of those guys that can step up and and talk to the other guys um i mean it's just like so subconscious now at this point like i don't have to think about the plays we're running i feel like i'm able to think through more like the opportunities that come from running the plays instead of just focusing on on doing the right thing i've like Mm -hmm. done it so so many years and especially with tyler and matt um the connection's already there, so that there's the possibility of just building on that is what kind of is like the difference this year. 
Chris, what have you seen from Andre? I mean, this isn't difficult. He's coming from a long way away in Finland. He's learning all sorts of new cultures and customs over the years from where he was, you know, a little more than four years ago to where he is being able to do what he just talked about. Yeah, well, it's pretty amazing. Uh, uh, every time we have a player who is who comes from so far away and, and to experience something so different and challenging uh, and you know, does it gracefully and pretty easily. Uh, I think of some of our guys, you know, trying to do it, trying to do the opposite and go <laughs> live in Finland on their own when they're 18. Not easy, not easy. Uh, yeah, I mean, Andre's, you know, he's one of our, one of my favorite guys ever. He's, um, you know, he has such a, uh, he's an incredibly consistent person and player. And I think that has, that has such extreme value for any team, especially our team, but has such extreme value because, um, you know, he, he is always working, you know, uh, after practice, before practice, off days. Uh, you know, he's he's always prepared. He always is on the scouting report. He You know, he does little things. Uh, just he takes them very seriously and he executes them very well. And, you know, I would say he also, um, you know, uh, his his work ethic is really really high, but he's that consistency in what he's trying to do and how he's trying to go about it that is extremely valuable and admirable. And uh, whether that was his freshman year when things are new and he's trying to get playing time, or his senior year when he's a starter and you know knows he's going to play the majority of the game, so I don't think he takes anything for granted. I think he, you know, his mindset is to is to work and to attack it and to continue to get better. Do you ever find yourself thinking back to your freshman year and thinking, "Oh my gosh, that was <laughs> that was me as a freshman, knowing what I know now"? Oh yeah, no, like freshman year, I was like, I was so stressed about like getting playing time. I was like, "Are these guys gonna like redshirt me? Like, am I dad?" Like, I was like, I was all over the place, but yeah, we're here now. <laughs> One of the things Coach talked about was the tremendous work ethic, Andre, and I think that lends to being a good basketball player, but specifically a good defensive basketball player. Where did kind of your your defensive mindset and ability come from? Because obviously when we talk about you, we talk about you as being the Spiders' best, you know, defensive player, particularly against wings and guards from other teams. Um, I feel like it's just a lot of practice, a lot of situations where uh, – I've been, like, disadvantaged. I just have to, like, find ways. Like, if it's, like, being coached by Coach Moody against the scout team my freshman year. Um, it was, like, 20 minutes straight of Blake Francis ISOing me. So that's something that teaches you a lot, especially when he gets hot and gets going. There's a lot of, a lot of things you learn from how, like, not to let a guy get going so that he just doesn't end up even getting in rhythm. And there's, like, a lot that you can do on the side that makes the guy think about their shot for a second that makes them miss. Like, it's not necessarily being more athletic or being in his face all the time, but, be, like, doing subtle things that hmm. make somebody think twice, like, kind of, like, pause for a second, being like, am I doing this right just because the defender is not where I'm used to having him. So it's like those kind of things have, like, worked out to my advantage. How much have you kind of embraced this challenge? Because it seems like every time we play a team that has a, a wing or a guard who's averaging whatever, 18, 20 points a game, there's Andre Gustafson right on him. How much do you kind of embrace that night in and night out against the opposing teams? Uh, it's like just a personal like 
thing. Like, I just, like, don't like the feeling of being scored on. Like, I don't like, I don't like putting my team in a position where we're losing because I wasn't serious enough about something on defense or on offense. So I feel like it just comes from, like, preparing for the player, knowing their tendencies. Chris, with, with Andre, is it more than just scouting report? I mean, obviously you go over a scouting report, best player goes right, goes whatever, step back or, or whatever. Is there more conversation with Andre about, hey, you're going to be our guy to play, you know, whoever it may be that's their leading scorer? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's been a long time now. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of uh, those those conversations are have happened over the course of time. Uh, and I've talked to him a lot about, you know, he, he's – underselling of course how great of an athlete yes. he is uh and his length and his balance and those, his quickness all those things are just incredibly impressive um but i think that uh you know what what's the mindset of you know we talked a lot about it when blake was here because andre had to guard him a lot and you know blake is a kind of player who really he takes he takes things personally or he has a particular chip on his shoulder and wants to score you know even more than or as much as win he wants to score and and i think that that's not how andre plays offense you know he plays he makes he tries to make the right play every time and you know pass cut you know he might shoot up drive but it's it's a instinctual quick play and that mindset for blake was unique for him and i think that's why i think he's talking about some of the things that he's learned over the course of time um how certain guys view the game and how to try to make them less comfortable while they're doing it. And uh, because of his anticipation and length and commitment to it, that's what, that's what makes him so good at it. Um, I just glanced quickly at Drake's stat sheet today. We're still five days away. But they got a guy averaging 20 a game. Is he, an, is he at DeVries? Is he an Andre? Well, I, I, don't, I remember him a little bit from last year. Yeah, he's the coach's son. Yeah, right. And, yeah. Right. Uh, so I don't know because I haven't, I haven't watched them yet, but he's, he's, a, he's a small forward. Oh, okay. He's listed as a guard. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. He, and um, so I, I'm not sure exactly, depending on the, the rest of the guys and who's yep. in there. But that would – certainly, I'm sure, at some points, Andre will be on him. And we have talked a lot, Chris, about playing teams that have one prolific scorer and shutting them down. And I would say Andre Gustafson's the common thread yeah. in most of those over the last couple of years. No right? doubt about it. Yeah, yeah that's uh, that's always – Always an important piece to have and, and lucky enough to have someone who can do it. All right. Andre Gustafson, our guest. We're right halfway through the program. We'll take a break. We'll come back, talk a little bit more with, with Andre, look ahead, and also look back a little bit with him as being an integral uh, part of the Atlantic 10 championship team last year and what that meant to him and any questions you may have for him. i got a couple, as a matter of fact, on our text line. We'll get to them in a moment as well. 804-327-0888 if you want to text. Behind the web at richmond.edu if you want to email. And if you're in the house and again great crowd tonight really appreciate all our spider fans being out here if you've got questions bring them up to me during the timeout during the commercial and we'll ask coach mooney and andre gustafson back with the second half of behind the web on 1061 espn get back to the show behind the web presented by world of beer and short pump once again here's bob black on the spider sports network and 1061 espn Leaves it for the goose at the top of the key. Drives to the right elbow. Now to the basket. Lays it up and in. Great burst by Andre Gustafson. The goose. 
Yeah, that was a great hesitation move by Andre. Randolph fires it in the corner to Gustafson, and he line drives home a three ball. The Goose is feeling it. He's in double figures first time this year. He's got 11. Yeah, we talked about him getting those layups, Bob, and getting that comfortability. All right, Andre Gustafson, as we return to Behind the Web here at World of Beer, let's talk some offense. We always talk defense with you because you're such a great defensive guy. But the fun part of this game, I would think, is offense, is putting the ball in the basket. So you heard those highlights there, and Greg Beckwith made the comment, you know, you got a couple of layups, you made some drives to the hoop, and it really seemed to give you confidence. You knocked down outside shots. How would you kind of describe where your offensive game is at this point? Um... It's evolving. I feel like the previous years, there just hasn't been a need for that, so it was kind of less practiced. Uh, but I feel like it's coming along. I mean, those are things I've always known how to do. Um, I mean, I feel like I've been shooting a lot, and that has uh, paid off in the last couple of games for sure. And offensively, just trying new things and practices, working on stuff with coaches. So I feel like it's pretty well-rounded. How much uh, kind of truth is there to what Greg was kind of describing on the radio that you get a couple of drives and attack the basket. It kind of opens up your whole game. They've got to play you for the drive, but you can also shoot. Yeah, uh, I feel like that's one of the points I've talked with Coach Mooney about just being more aggressive. Um, And I think for me, being more aggressive is getting more drives instead of starting with shooting just threes. I feel like that kind of opens things up, especially against teams that don't pack the lane as Mm -hmm. much. Chris, how would you kind of describe the evolution of Andre's offensive game and to what he was just talking about, how much more important it is this year because, uh, you know, you do need more scoring this year. There's no Golden, there's no Gilliard, there's no Sherrod or K.O. Yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. I think, um, well, one, Andre's a very, uh, he has great instincts for basketball. Another thing that helps him defensively. Uh, And he also, you know, he's, we've had a lot of these guys. We've had more we have more of these guys than most teams is uh, they, they can't, you know, they couldn't, they almost can't take a bad shot where they can't force something because they would make the right play. You know, if you, if we had a play and just Andre goes score here and the, somebody was open, he would pass the ball because he, yeah. those are his instincts and they're correct. And so, um, but he's also a tremendous cutter. I mean, tremendous cutter, uh, extremely fast, um, and, uh, you know, he's, he's really terrific at driving the ball to the basket. So, you know, he can do all of those things. I just think for him, uh, you know, Blake would be a very different kind of mindset. Blake was, to, to his credit, a scorer and somebody that wanted to score. And, you know, he for, for many reasons, that, that, was, that really drove him. And Andre is a player. And, um, you know, there, if he has – if he's made his last three, he's probably not going to hunt that next shot. He's going to play – basketball the way he knows how to play and um you know it also enables him to be open cutting and uh really helping everyone else you know those highlights that we played came from the toledo game and the temple game at barclays so they weren't from the robin center had they been in the robin center the goose chant would have reverberated through the building do you hear it how do you feel about it does it help you one way or another when when the crowd gets behind you like that it's pretty cool i feel like you never get tired of it Um. there it is there bet it you've is. never had it at a restaurant yeah before. right 
do your uh, do your your teammates a little jealous of that, or they give you a hard time about uh, it, or or no. do they met what? I mean, they just comment on it, like it being like so unique. I feel like, especially like with the new guys this year, it was kind of like something they weren't expecting. <laughs> so. Speaking of the new guys, I mean, they were they're not new to college basketball. Uh, obviously, the trans. What kind of conversations did you have with those guys and Tyler and Matt about, you know, the culture of the program that, that you guys obviously helped built over the last four years? Um, I feel like, I mean, Roach just comes to me and asks questions about where to go and some stuff. Yeah. And, like, that's how I've, like, helped him. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just telling him to keep being aggressive because he's such a great shooter. Yeah. I mean, would say, like, the only thing I've, like, told him, like, is, like, the opportunities instead of like thinking of how things should go like the opportunities where he could attack it and then just for Neil I'm just being telling like how to not and like not stop running the offense when that kind of like pays off in the long run just like keep doing what we're doing um and just I feel like Tyler and Matt have also helped like helped everybody with just how we've played before like of course they're gonna bring their own unique thing to it but just the the core principles like we've just everybody just been trying to help them so you guys played to a championship level last year with the atlantic 10 championship and the ncaa um were you already pretty much committed that you were coming back or did that experience help do that what kind of kind of went into that for you because you you did have the decision if if you wanted it uh yeah of course um I feel like during, during the Rhode Island game, I didn't feel too hot. <laughs> uh, like, None of us did yeah. at halftime. But, um, yeah, no, I already was planning on staying. Um, I feel like I didn't want to leave. I feel like it's something I wanted to do again. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I always kind of harken back to your, your first year or so. Did you ever feel homesick? Was there ever a point? Being that far away that you were like, wow, maybe I maybe I can't make this four or five years. Uh, definitely was homesick. I mean, during the sec like the spring semester, I was like counting down days to go home. Second year was because it was cut short, so I never. Right, yeah. It was a little different, but after like the third year, I already got adapted to it. And so think back for a little bit. What did what was that experience like last year? I mean, everything that you guys went through to end where you did and, and to be on the national stage winning games like that? Uh, I mean, it was amazing. It felt like everything that we knew how to do and everything that everyone was, like, good at, like, that came out in those games. And I feel like if there was, like, a mistake, everybody was talking through it. Like, nobody was, like, you know, like, thinking about it too yeah, much. Or, yeah, like, everybody right. was just trying to help each other out. Yeah. And I feel like we just came together so closely that like even when we went down 15 10 i feel like every time we're like knowing that we're like mentally stronger than the other guys and like if we just kept doing what we've been doing and like everybody just plays to their strengths they like good things will happen from it are those experiences that can kind of help help you now i mean you're going through a little little tough stretch here but it's you know it's a it's a marathon season you're only like eight games into it yeah i feel like now you like, I feel like I knew how to win games, but like, now I know how, like, what it takes to get there and, like, how the team operates to beat out teams that are also talented and also have great records. And I feel like I've carried some of, some of that over into this season, just being talking to the guys more, like, just taking accountability on the stuff I've done wrong and, like, 
telling other guys if they're in the wrong or mm -hmm. helping out guys, not just being quiet and like hoping for the best to happen. One of the other things that you went through, unfortunately, most players do at some point or another, was injury. Um, and, and you missed some time at the beginning of last season. Can you reflect back on that and kind of what that was like and how difficult that was to not to be able to play the game that you love and then when you came back to be able to do it at such a high level? Uh, definitely it was a rough patch. Um, something I've never had to do. I've never been a, like, not haven't played basketball for so long, mm -hmm. like, ever. Um, it was very different living a normal life i would say <laughs> and like i was like so new to me um but coming back i feel like i was working with andy our trainer so much um and i had such a good supporting cast around it, like coach Mooney, everybody was like believing in me so like i feel like with all the work we we're doing they're like and me watching from the outside i feel like i had an idea in the ways i could contribute and help hmm. and I feel like that once I was able to kind of like slowly get through it, like, it took me like a month or two to kind of get used to using all the mobility I have, mm -hmm. all the strength I have. But once I was doing that, I feel like I was helping the team for the better. And Chris, Andre talks about the support that he had behind him. You've talked about this a lot when it came to Andre and the support that he has back home in Finland and particularly his mom, right? Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, his mom's just the greatest person that ever lived. I mean, she's uh, just incredible, uh, incredibly um, intelligent. I mean, you see how he is, and it's not. There's no. Uh, there's no confusion of how he's supposed to act, and uh, you know, she's a huge basketball fan. Number one, actually, she was at our St. Louis game last year at home, uh, which was senior night. I guess. I guess it was senior night. Uh, yeah. yeah, and uh, right. yeah. and she loved the goose chant and they had a big backdoor <laughs> layup dunk or backdoor dunk, and uh, yeah, she's an amazing person. And you know, he's been um, he has a great family, great support, and his basketball, you know, the national team in Finland and uh, where he's been able to go uh, has been great for him because he's played against this great competition and he's had very good coaching. You know, that it's not it's different than some AAU programs and that if there's very real coaching uh but his mom is really just incredibly special and um she came over uh for, for that game and we talked about possibilities for this year and his mom was very 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 sold on the mba program and um you know thought that that would be great for him and a great way to you know <clears throat> further utilize the education and yeah she's just very special person all right, well, let me end our conversation. It won't be the last time that we invite you here during the course of this season with some text questions for you. And the one I always get is to ask our guys um, about the student part of student-athlete. You referred to it a little bit earlier, and so to Coach. So to Coach, tell us a little bit about your academic side, what you're heading towards with, with the grad degree that you're, you're currently working on. Yeah, so I'm in the MBA program right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's going well? How's it going? Oh, it's going well. Um, I mean, with the game started, because I only have night classes now. So I missed a lot of classes in the last month or so. But, um, I mean, I've kept up with everything. And the the professors are, like, amazing with um, understanding, because there's a lot of people that also travel for work in the program. Mm -hmm. So it's not too unique for me to miss class. But, I mean, they're amazing and helping out and... Yeah, they, like, post everything online, so it's, like, I can, like, catch up and, like, mm -hmm. oh, my 
classmates are like super helpful with stuff if I need any class notes or anything. So you're going to have an undergraduate degree and a graduate degree from the University of Richmond. How's that going to play in Finland? Pretty strong, I won't it? Should, should, should be pretty good. <laughs> it should be pretty, again, understated from, yeah, uh, exactly. from Andre. All right, uh, another one off of the text line. Can you talk a little bit about your experience with the Finland Army? Yeah, um, served for six months. Um, Finland was never safer. They say that six because he could guard, Cause that, right? Because he could guard <laughs> that uh, six month period of time. Yeah, uh, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just such a normal thing back home. Everybody come. does it then, right? It's mandatory, but you can choose to do a year of like kind of like social services or like not social, like a different type of service where you're not with doing stuff with guns huh, huh. but um, the six months was the shortest period of time I had to do something so and when did you do that I started at the before I graduated from high school did that for four months and then I did two months after the freshman year to kind of finish it up wow that's pretty amazing. That's right? incredible. You don't yeah. have too many of your guys that have been through that. I <laughs> Thank think. goodness. Thank goodness. Exactly. Uh, and then the last one, uh, how many languages and which languages do you speak? I speak three languages, those being English, Finnish, and Russian. Wow. You ever have tried to have conversations with him in something other than I have English? not. I have not. But I've, I've been, you know, I was in Finland with him and his family, and uh, his mom's been over a couple of times, so I've heard a lot of the... A lot of the translating that Andre's had to do. So, <laughs> Well served. Well served. Uh, Andre, thank you so much for being here uh, tonight. It won't be the last time. I can promise you that. Our crowd loved it, right? The goose. The goose. <laughs> what a great crowd tonight. You brought out the best in them, Andre. Thanks. We'll see you Saturday at the Robin Center. Thank you. Andre Gustafson, our guest tonight on Behind the Web. We'll take a break. We'll come back, finish it up with Coach Mooney. Look ahead uh, to Drake and the December schedule coming up for the Spiders when we return to World of Beer here in Short Pump on the home of the Spiders, 1061 ESPN.